So you've been listening to the past episodes. You really want to move forward with your riding. But the whole fact that your horse cannot seem to keep on point with regards to his head is really frustrating you. Oh, head tossing can do that. And that's what I want to talk about today. Hi there, my name is Lauren Elison, and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to, well, have better conversations with your horse. And of course, the conversation, a big part of it, is the contact and the connection between you and your horse, down the reins, through the reins. And, well, if that's not there, that can just make things a whole lot more difficult, can't it? Today I want to talk about throwing your head about. Well, not throwing your head about, throwing your horse's head about, your horse doing it, tossing his head around, and how you can begin to work on this with your horse. Now, I do want to preface this by saying that, of course, before you do anything else, you need to make sure that your horse is not doing this through some discomfort or some sort of a medical issue you need to have a vet come out and check the horse i would also strongly suggest having a chiropractor work with your horse and finally a dentist as well okay all that being said and done and let's say your horse gets the all clear physically that there's no problem showing up that he is a-okay and well then i think you can start to dive deeper into perhaps why your horse is doing this and start looking for other ways and really maybe start looking at reschooling or retraining this because at the end of the day i find sometimes this can have started due to one thing and then it becomes a habit and the habit then is just it's it's a difficult one to break because it almost has these trigger points around the arena and we're going to chat about that a little bit later but let's just get back to your horse and I want to just touch on let's say now you've had everything looked at okay so you've had the dentist you've had the chiropractor you've had the the vet you've had everybody come out and check and everything's good I want you to consider that perhaps the bit is not the bit for your horse and what very often happens to us as riders is we find a bit that we really like working with and that's fine okay you can have a bit that you think oh you know this bit works really well and I find this bit is great um, and I've, I've had this on my horse for the past five years and it's all been good you see horses change just like us okay they change um, and sometimes what has worked in the past needs to be relooked at. Now, I say bit, it could also be noseband, it could also be the fit of the bridle, but there's lots of things there to have a look at. And I would strongly suggest starting in that place, having a look at the bit you're using. Um, and then kind of coupling that with the noseband, the bridle and all that fun stuff, having a look at that and then seeing if maybe changing that around a bit might not help. Because remember, as your horse develops physically, the contact is going to change. Okay, so perhaps that bit is no longer the most suitable bit for the job that you're in right now in the place where you're at right now. Okay, so consider that first and foremost. The second thing I want to point out and this is often the big downer on this topic, is that sometimes this can be a training issue. And I say sometimes, most times, okay? And it's it's actually hollowness. And it's the horse, basically, if you can imagine, the energy has been created in the back end. It's not connecting through the back to the front end, okay? So think about this. Think about you have a, a stick, just a stick there's a stick there it's floating in the air 
Okay, that stick is your horse's back. I want you to think about, um, and, and by the stick, I mean from the tail to the ears, okay? There we go, there's the stick. And, and I just want you to imagine this. Of course, it's not going to be a straight line on your horse, but I, I just want you to imagine this for now. Just bear with me on this one, okay? So you've got a stick there. I want you to imagine that you can kind of tap one end of the stick and you're, you're obviously going to see that the other end of the stick is going to move, yeah? If you tap one end forward, it's going to, the energy is going to move through the stick and the, the stick's going to move forward. That's how your horse moves. Can you understand that? Okay, that's pretty simple. Now, I want you to break the stick in half, right down the middle. I want you to put something really heavy on the middle of the stick and the stick's going to break. What happens the end of the stick that is the horse's head? in this whole analogy, goes up in the air. Okay, so can you understand how hollowness through the horse's back and lack of engagement through the horse's back can cause a little bit of, well, head tossing, head throwing about, cause your horse to run around with their head in the air. And very often you're saying, but that's not tossing and throwing about, but that's what it becomes when the rider starts to just focus on the horse's head and stops to and stops basically working or stops thinking about what's happening actually underneath them which is where they need to really focus their attention in this case okay so I want you just to, to think about that now if it is a training issue well that's going to take time <laughs> There's no quick fixes there, okay? Because what's going to have to happen is, well, two things have to happen. First of all, your horse needs to develop differently in order to be able to go differently. So what's happened is the muscles and not just the muscles, but all the parts of the body, all the parts that make it up, okay? They're all used to working a, a certain way, a particular way, not the way we want it to work, okay? And you're, that's going to take time to develop. It's just like if you think of yourself going to a gym or something like that, um, it's not going to happen overnight. There's going to be like kind of a process there. I would definitely say that if you could start off kind of giving yourself a three-month or a 12-week kind of a, a, a section to start working on this, you can see results. Will it be completely fixed if you want fixed quote unquote um no probably not but you will have worked a long way towards redeveloping your horse because the second part of this is your horse needs to learn how to go differently so your horse has now been thought or trained however you want to look at it to go a certain way now you're asking for different results so it is going to take longer of course i do suggest the traditional training scale i think it's brilliant and i have a whole program on that if you're interested it's not open yet but there is a waitlist opened if you go over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash confidence and um, you can get onto the waitlist there for that one um, and I would strongly suggest if, if you're interested in using the traditional training scale with your horse that would be the program for you it's really simple it's really basic and um, well it starts off there and we work all the way through it so you can do that there okay so if it's a training issue it's going to take time now which leads me to Okay, and um, very often horses are doing this because there is anxiety present. Okay, so anxiety can come from a lot of kind of different factors. And one of the big reasons horses become anxious is because they don't understand. They just don't know. Okay, and the rider is asking all these questions and to the horse, it feels like putting an awful lot of pressure on them to do things a certain way or to, to almost like get the right answer. Have you ever been sitting with somebody 
and uh, maybe in school or I don't know but you don't have to be in school this can happen anywhere at all and the person is asking you a question and they want you to answer a certain way and you don't know the answer and you can see you can just see that the answer you're coming up with is not the answer they want to hear and you kind of you start scrambling in your head what do they want to hear where am I going with this what is the answer what is the correct answer what does this person want me to say in this situation and can you kind of get this kind of it's not anxiety but it's like this scrambling as I just said it's like this oh gosh where's the answer horses can get like that but unfortunately for horses it does start to kind of cross over to anxiety okay and again this comes back to training the horse doesn't know he doesn't understand and that's where I'd start there start at the very basics make sure your horse fully understands what you're asking them and then move through it step by step now the other part of anxiety and the other reason horses can become anxious is due to the rider and you knew this was coming it had to come we were talking about contact (laughs) Um, very often head throwing or head tossing well it's because the rider is doing something or maybe not doing something can work both ways uh, that is causing it and you know you have a huge influence over your horse and particularly over your horse's mouth and head because well they're the other side of those two letter things you're holding in your hands okay so really important to consider that it can indeed be the rider what I often find is um there's kind of two big reasons that riders can begin to cause a horse to react this way the first is they don't allow the horse on okay so they're they're kind of they're putting a lot of energy in whether they're doing this intentionally or not that's a whole different kettle of fish but they're putting a lot of energy and it could be they're driving with their seat or it could be that they're kind of tapping the whole times with their legs okay but they're doing something putting the energy in and then they're holding it they're holding it tight they're not allowing that energy to flow through horse becomes frustrated the result is tossing and throwing the head about okay the other thing that riders very often and there's lots of reasons this can be but I'm just talking about the main two ones today but the the second kind of real symptom I see happening here where riders are the kind of direct cause of this is due to fidgeting (laughs) um have oh this irritates me Uh, so I'll stand in the arena and I'm working with somebody and they're playing the piano rather than riding the horse and I'm like stop moving your fingers up and down the reins they are just woo they're up and they're down and they're up and they're down and they're lengthening and shortening and lengthening and shortening and it's up and it's down and gosh it's irritating watching it I can only imagine how the horse is feeling being on the receiving end of it um so yeah if you are fidgeting with your hands first of all notice it and second of all give yourself a tap on the wrist every time you're doing it you have to get out of the habit no I'm joking but seriously um it is it's, it's really important not to be fidgeting with your hands and I'm using the word fidgeting but it really is it's where the riders are either intentionally or not dropping the contact and then they gather it back up again and then they drop it and then they gather it back up again very often this can be fixed very very simple way to fix this is by starting to hold the reins with your thumb and realizing that your thumb holds the reins, not your fingers. And it merely just means putting the thumb, your thumb, on top of the rein as it crosses over your index finger and realizing that it's the pressure from your thumb that holds the rein, not holding the rein in your hand, okay? So that's just very simple, but I see so many riders hold the reins incorrectly. They they put their thumb around 
their fingers. So their thumb um, kind of goes more towards the knuckles of maybe their middle finger or their ring finger. The thumb is there. But no, the thumb should actually be on top. It's like the cap of a house, the roof of a house. Um, it should be sitting on top of your index finger and the reins should be pressed there between the two. So just important that you're holding the reins correctly, okay? Um, something very simple. But if you're doing that, you'll find that the reins are less likely to slip and which is going to lead to less of the piano fingers going on when you're riding, okay? So important there. Um, the final thing that I'm going to suggest you do is to really get clear on pressure and release. And again, this comes back to the retraining. You are going to have to retrain. Notice where this is happening. Get clear on the amount of pressure you're applying and the release as it's happening and the reward effect. I'm going to link to, I, I've had previous episodes on all of these topics. I'm going to link to them in the show notes for today, which you can find over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode one 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 seven that's a lot but there we go i'm going to link to it there okay um and then also obviously remaining consistent um really really being consistent with how you're riding how you're showing up how often you're riding what you're doing when you're riding um a big factor with this uh, would be where riders are expecting one thing in the arena and they get out of the arena and they expect something else. And actually what we're going to be talking about next week, it will lead into this nicely. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for today. Hopefully you can start to identify why your horse is doing this, if your horse is doing it, and start to actually come up with a plan to actually help your horse through it. Really, really important. It is something that's probably going to take more time and um, it's, it's not really a quick fix that's going to help this it's going to take time and consistency but you can do it i have every 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 belief that you can okay i'm gonna leave it at that have a great week keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye